Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. My name is Sedge and I am... Your main host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. You almost called me lightsaber. I did. I'm so used to doing that fucking intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, lightsaber is not with us this week. He's uh, having fun with the family, as we all should one every now and then. Yes, yes. So you get to listen to us talk this week. I'm sorry Lucky for that. You. <laughs> if this is your first episode, we're sorry. Uh, so what you been playing this week, man? Uh, well, for shits and giggles, I actually loaded up Anthem, the uh, Forgotten Child of EA. Just a how was that? Honestly, not too bad. Um, I will say it's still kind. Of, I, actually, I won't even say it's the mess that it was. They have made a lot of improvements. Um, it's just one of those situations of. Sorry, guys, too little, too late. Uh, the new, ex- uh, I can't even call it an expansion. The new add-on content is enjoyable. It adds a unique region, but it's a timed region, so you have to get through everything within 15 minutes, which isn't really reasonable. And the story missions that it added, there just wasn't enough depth to it, which the characters they create are fantastic, and the way they're voiced is great. It You feel real emotion from it. There's just not enough. If I remember right, you're actually one of the few people I know that actually liked Anthem, like, for its gameplay. Yeah. Uh, it is what Mass Effect Andromeda tried to do. And I would almost say that Andromeda turned into a demo for gameplay of Anthem outside of not having real jetpacks in Mass Effect Andromeda and just having the hover mechanic. Right, and the gunplay and everything feels the same, so... Yeah. So, gameplay-wise, pretty solid. Just not enough story, and it was way too buggy when it first came out. Right. Uh, You know, it's interesting, because both of us have been playing a decent amount of Destiny this week. Yes, we have. And that's another game that started off with just not a whole lot to it. Like the second one. Yeah. There really wasn't much to Destiny 2 when it started that was different from Destiny 1. And now, what are we in, year 3? I think it's still technically year 2. Oh, that's right. Year 3 starts in September when they release uh, Shadowkeep. Yep. And and now that they're outside of the... uh... Iron Hand of Blizzard and Activision and left to their own devices now, they've 
started bringing back what made Destiny 1 a lot of fun, I think. Especially with this most recent uh, little bit that they added. Oh, the uh, Summer of Solstice thing? The Yeah, the Summer of Solstice and the uh, the Aerial Zone event, which was actually, again, it's it's a small little detail, but it is a lot of fun to go experience. Plus, now they have the gambits and everything. I, I will say, I don't mind gambit, but it's still technically PvP, so there is some annoyance there for me. <laughs> but it's oh, mostly PvE. You know, I, I did stop playing Destiny 2 pretty quickly there. And and that was because we, what, we powered through the story in like a day? Yeah, the the original story when it first came out, I remember I I powered through that within the first day. Fuck, we beat it on a glitch. Did we? Uh, at least when I played through it, we did. The uh, the final guy was, like, stuck in T-pose because we just fucked him up so quick. Oh, that's right. Because I just, I think, wasn't I on my Warlock? And was, our light levels yeah, were so diff- different. It was just like, all right, I'm just going to go in here super. And we just, we skipped two of the phases. Yeah, you, you beat, we literally sat there for half the damn fight. Like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And he's doing all of his voice lines, but not moving because you beat his ass. You killed his entire health bar in one hit. I apologize for nothing. I don't want you to apologize. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> but, uh, no, those were de- both, uh, both Destiny and Anthem have been doing what they can to kind of bring a resurgence back to what they once were. Well, for Destiny, what it once was, and for Anthem, what they were hoping it to be. Uh, what it could be. Yeah. Be the game we know you can be, Anthem. <laughs> yeah. But uh, some other games that are doing their own resurgence, uh, No Man's Sky. Apparently, they're oh, yeah, doing cause... their major updates and VR support and all the bells and whistles going on with I, that. I think it's 32-player multiplayer servers. Okay, so, so they're like actually you're... incorporating legit multiplayer. Yeah, so it's not just four-player co-op anymore. There's going to be like a Destiny-style uh, tower to it, from what I saw from the video. Hmm. You're going to be playing with people who are also in VR, so there might be a point where you just see a guy waving his hands around like a nutcase. That's going to be you, isn't it? Yeah, for a bit, yeah. Okay, that's reasonable. <laughs> I will say one cool thing I saw from that. So you know how a lot of VR games where you're in a ship, you're just holding your controller and then looking around with the headset? Yeah. So I guess for No Man's Sky, you actually have to use the controllers to grip the joystick and the throttle. That's kind of cool. So you actually cool. with your motion controls. Okay, I can get behind that. I can too, but I also take issue with it because... You know, if I, because I, I actually play games with like a legitimate flight stick. Yeah. And it, it's something that like there's a center point. I know where that center point is. That's where my thing stops moving in a direction. I feel like <laughs> VR is going to be really weird for that. Well, my guess is they're going to have a larger null zone for stuff, okay. uh, for that type yeah. of thing. Like when you think of, uh, ah, shoot, I'm trying to remember which VR game it was that did it. Um, because turning your head technically turned the character 
So what they incorporated was a dead zone. So you actually had to turn past the dead zone of the screen for it to shift your view. So they'll probably do something similar to that with the controller. So it's like, yeah, you've got the flight stick and you're you're holding something in the center of the air. You're not going to have a steady grip. So it's going to have a larger dead zone where you have to kind of, instead of tilting it, five degrees to the left to start your turn you're gonna have to turn it 15 degrees so that it knows you are actively trying to turn your arms not just getting tired right and i'm sure there's gonna be something somebody's gonna make it's gonna be like you know basically a flight yoke setup oh god for this game but it's like uh like a pole you put on your you attach your controller to, and then you have your physical like flight yoke there. That will be so weird though. Well, people have done that with uh, shooters for VR. That is true. I guess. Yeah. Um, actually the, uh, what was it? Kill zone had the the PlayStation touch. Yeah. Actually legitimately an awesome controller. Like the, the attachment thing for it, like you pop both of your controllers into that, and it it played amazingly. I had a lot of fun. I played through that campaign start to finish with that thing. Really? You played through Killzone 3 with just the move controller? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It was a lot of fun. In all honesty, like if you have if you had the space and you had the, uh, the equipment, that was like the best way to play, in fact. Okay. I mean, okay. I, I didn't own the move controllers or the fancy glow sticks or the fancy gun thing. So right. I only played it with fucking uh, controller. But I I really like, you know, I really like the Killzone series. It, it was a good setup. Um, admittedly, there was just, uh, I actually would say it had a lot to in common with Wolfenstein. Yeah. It's just instead of regular Nazis, you had interplanetary nazis you had a planet full of nazis basically to be fair you got that in the newer wolfensteins too i guess yeah that is true <laughs> <laughs> but no i i get what you mean because the the guns every gun in kill zone just feels like it hits like a truck yeah well and, and that, that's nothing what you get in wolfenstein too but nothing felt like a bullet sponge in that game either it was like you popped five shots into that dude's chest that dude is down he ain't getting back up the problem is, the other five guys in his squad are looking at you now. Yeah. Good luck with that, because you're I, I, just as squishy. <laughs> see, I know some people did say Killzone 2 felt bullet spongy. Yes, it was. Yeah. And Killzone 2 also had the whole thing where the the original gameplay was way different than what we ended up getting. Yeah. It, so, it was one of the one of the early fiascos of the console. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, and, uh, going back to the resurgence thing, uh, Sea of Thieves is getting a new update tomorrow, I think. What's it adding? Um, some kind of new quest you buy from the guy in the tavern. I mean, there's multiple guys in the tavern. The, the main guy you buy quests from, the one you have to spend commendation points to get. Okay, that guy. Yeah. He's adding some kind... I guess the Order of Souls is asking him to retrieve certain relics now. Hmm. 
So you have to retrieve these special skulls that look like the fucking Crash Bandicoot mask got turned into a wooden skull. Wunderbega! Yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I remember Crash Bandicoot. That was a fun game. Um, oh, I fucking love Crash Bandicoot. I'm but, just so disappointed they had to fuck with the hitboxes in the new one. That's true. Um, but for Sea of Thieves, uh, do you think these new skulls are going to have, like, modifiers similar to the uh, the grog chest or the weeping chest so it's like you get this and maybe now all of a sudden you're gonna have skeletons spawning on your ship at random or you're more likely to get attacked by a megalodon or ghost ships start coming towards your position i i don't know but that would be really fucking cool and terrifying now that i think about it Maybe that would be, yeah, just all the ghost ships on the server just start converging on you like, ah, I don't like this. They're scary. Oh, I'm in danger. Okay, so see if these story time quick, because I was playing before recording today. Okay. I'm trying to finish the last, like, Reaper's Flag powder quest I had to do. You mentioned that. To, to get the uh, the flag. Right. Um, and I boot up the game, and I start leaving to head to the island. There's another ship docked at a different outpost. He starts heading the same direction and then flows, throws up the Reaper's flag. Dun-dun-dun. And he, he doesn't turn, though. He just keeps going. Okay. And so eventually, I throw up my Reaper's flag, and we're just going towards the fort. It's it's very obvious we're both there for the same reason. They're, you're being buddy buddies. Yeah, well, it was kind of like that... Un, when I pulled up to the island the first time, it was that uneasy truce. <laughs> like, I found them on the island, and I was like, Hey, pretty, I want no part in fighting you. I just want to finish my quest. Pretty much it was a Cold War. Yeah. So, you know, we both were like, all right, cool, let's just do it. So we ended up following each other to the other two, to the next two islands. The third island is the active skull fort. <laughs> yeah. Um, we both get there, and then a third ship shows up flying the Reaper's flag. Okay. And we bo both of us call out, like, hey, friendlies, like, we're fine, don't kill us. Of course, he proceeds to murder them. Oh. And then I died to him. And he they had a ship destroyer on their ship. Ah, oh, jeez. So he brought that over. He's like, here, hold this for me and detonated it on my ship. Came back. He sank us again. Mm. And he was just being a fucking troll when all we're trying to do is just finish this damn quest. Yeah, it's... And uh, my bet is that guy's already done that quest. He's got all the stuff, and he's. This is just how he gets his rocks off with the game, and it's within the game's mechanics. But when it gets to the point that it's, it's not even that you're just having fun. You're literally just being an ass. That that just get out of the game then. Yeah, exactly, and you know what. It's it's like the other week where we were trying to do the tall tales and that group just waited, yeah, to kill us every time. It's like, all right, guys, you got your you got your kill now. Fuck off. Yep. Like yeah. that's 
you, you got your trolling. We died. You got all of our stuff. Now go away. Nope. They're, they sat there and pretty much just ruined our fun. Yeah, but yeah, what can you do? Change servers? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, if I knew how, I would. Yeah. Um, the, the Switch got... The new Switch came out this week. Yeah, the what's their what's the upgrade for it? Something about the battery life. Um, it's a new processor that uses less battery, and I'm sure if Light were here, he would tell us the exact processor it's using. <laughs> iPod Cat. Um, but yeah, apparently this new processor doubles the battery life. Now, does um, it really double the battery life? I mean, I don't know because I don't have it in my hand. I'm going off of the video that Light shared. Right. Where the guy said he got like six hours playing Breath of the Wild or whatever. <laughs> Which, Which, kudos to arguably, that. That is double. So six hours is better than three. Is it still $300? I, I believe it is still $300, yes. And what about all of the models that are already out there? And then people just have to upgrade like they did with the DS when they released the better model. Yeah. See, and that's, that is one of my issues with Nintendo. They, because with cell phones, you have, what is it? Programmed obsolescence where yeah, after, after two years, the updates essentially start slowing down the phone. Yeah. Nintendo does it differently. They don't just, send out an update after a couple of years that slows down your crap to encourage you to buy the new version. They literally just say, Hey, this new version, it's literally 10 times better than your version. It also costs the exact same as your version. And it came out a month after the one you bought. Yeah. So it's essentially punishing the people who bought it right away. Yeah. Which like we are both one of them. Exactly, and it's not like it's really going to boost their sales numbers. It's not like everybody's going to start, you know, who didn't buy a Switch is going to go out. It's like, well, now I want to buy one. Yeah, because the only people that really cared were the people that bought it right off the bat. Yeah, or, you know, within the, because what's the Switch been out for two years now? Has it really been that long? I, I honest to God, don't remember. It, uh, it, it might, it, it might it's be. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a minute. So... But even even within two years, I mean, when Xbox did it, they did it because their system was literally breaking itself. And so they came out with a new version and they looked at the people that had the old version. It was like, we apologize. And they, I'm pretty sure they actually did make it up to the people who bought the launch systems. For the 360? Yeah. Yeah, no, they fixed everything for free. Yeah. Like Whereas, you essentially got a free lifetime warranty out of it since it wasn't something you were doing to make it happen. Yeah. And, like, Nintendo, they they don't care because they know people are going to rebuy it. It was the right. same thing with the, uh, the Nintendo DS. The original DS came out. Five months later, it's like, oh, hey, we've got this new DS. It's 
It's been completely redesigned, it's a lot more stable, it's not going to snap in half in your hands, and the top end isn't so heavy that it's going to break itself. Okay, well what about all the people that already have a DS? Hey, it's the same price as the original DS, so don't worry about it. That doesn't help me with my original DS. <laughs> I, I remember, because you're talking about like the original, original DS, the one that had like the trapezoid top. Yeah, the one, the, the, one of the ones that I got originally, because I yeah. bought it when it first launched. Nope, I played that, I used that fucking thing till the 3DS came out. Yep, I'm pretty sure and, I did the same thing, out of spite. And the only reason I bought a new version of the 3DS, like, because I, I bought the 3DS on launch for the launch price, so of course I got dicked when they draw the price down by $150. Yep. Or however much it was. I think it was 100 but, you know, got dicked on that, and then they released the new version that has the C-Stick specifically for playing, like, Smash Brothers and Monster Hunter. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, now it's not even a, oh, this is just, this is legitimately a better system than the yeah. one I have in my hand. Oh, hey, we forgot some functionality that's kind of important. Here's this new system that has that functionality built into it. Yeah. And now, obviously, the 3DS is basically all but dead yeah um which is fine because you know they they went with the switch and the switch is awesome yep because the switch is that mid-ground between console and handheld yeah that beautiful beautiful mid-ground <laughs> and it is not i'll be it's honest. not mid-drift it's mid-ground <laughs> and i'll be honest the best fucking thing about the switch really is the fact that you know, if you have one and your friends have one, you can fucking party game all goddamn day super easy. Really? Well, yeah. Cause you oh, just yeah, because you have your own con you have your own controller and own screen, so local exactly. becomes so super no, easy. There's, there's no screen looking, and as long as you know, and even if you don't have your own controller, the fucking Joy Cons can be split off. And hey, look, you can play split screen. Yeah, and it's that actually is true not terrible okay i i have like i have a switch but i haven't fully taken advantage of like using the joy cons for split screen and stuff like that because i'm pretty sure the primary game i've played on that is smash brothers and i played like the story mode and the like pve like classic mode as well as zelda those are the two games i've played <laughs> So you've never really had a, a reason to do that. Yeah. See, I've, I've done it with my sister with Mario Kart. Okay. When we were up in the Dells. Hmm. That's a uh, good reason to do so. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's pretty awesome. But uh, that, that kind of leads us into our next little thing that we wanted to talk about here. Party weird, time! Yeah, weird <laughs> fucking party games. Hey, you, you say weird, but... Okay, games, not weird, games that you get a group of, like, you know, five to ten people together, and you just all hop in a Discord call and just shoot the shit and play a game and be goofy. Like, I mean, primary example that I think a lot of people probably know of from uh, <clears throat> Gary's Mod, Trouble in Trouble. Terrorist Town. Or Prop Hunt. Or Prop Hunt. Actually, ah, uh, Prop Hunt. We should play uh, prop, prop hunt. 
Prop hunt's a black. We should play prop hunt because <laughs> that that is a fun one. And even for people that don't like shooters, I'm pretty sure that would be a fun one. Because who doesn't want to become a random traffic cone and troll your buddies? Yeah, I mean that that's the that's the best part of it, though. It's not a shooter. It's hide and seek, but your things in the world. Yep. Or if you really want to be a troll, you break the map and just t-pose to assert dominance at your friends. <laughs> Uh, yes, T-pose to assert dominance. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, there aren't that many for, like, the core console and new games coming out. You don't really see that that often. I mean, oh yeah, we've still got Mario Party. I, I yeah, don't, but... I don't want to punch my friends in the face. I want to bullshit with my friends. <laughs> but, well, that's the other thing. Like, half of these games that you'd have this on, you know, it, for consoles, these would be the kind of games like back in the day playing Goldeneye. Yeah. Or, uh, you know? oh, I, I'm actually... Fusion Frenzy. I never played that one. That one was probably... I mean, it's like Mario Party, but there's no board game that you're playing. It's literally just the mini games. Um, oh, that sounds like a blast. Another one that's similar for PC, Move or Die. Have you heard of that one? I have. That's the one with the giant bullets, right? No. Move or die is each character, like each player has their little uh, like squiggly guy. And literally the premise is you have to keep moving on the ground. Like you have to keep running around on the ground or you will oh, die. Yeah. You, you self-destruct. Yeah. And it's like if you're jumping... You're technically not moving your legs, so your health bar will still go down. So you can't jump too much either. Um, but they have a bunch of little mini games that are associated with that. So that's like that's a fun one to see, um, and one I would want to try at some point. But uh, what is another one? I mean, if you're into the horror aspect, you've got things like Secret Neighbor, where you know you get a bunch of buddies and a not even a Discord call because it's actually more fun to do the end game chat because it's uh, proximity it's, based. Yeah, proximity based. That was the word I was looking for. So everyone's in this house trying to find these keys to escape, and one of the players is technically the bad guy, the the neighbor who's literally kidnapping kids. Kind of a Harvey Weinstein type of thing, but let's not get into that. <laughs> you mean Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, sorry. Well, I think Weinstein also had some drama regarding that as well. Although I think that was just an underage prostitute. Who knows? I don't follow politics or Hollywood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so you are the creepy neighbor kidnapping children. But one of the players is said creepy neighbor taking children. And with the proximity-based chat, you might isolate someone and they're screaming bloody murder. No one hears it. Neighbor turns back into looking like a kid, goes join everyone else. It's like, where's so-and-so? It must have been X, Y, or Z. What in the world's happening? And then, you know, hilarity and insanity ensues as everyone is getting picked off one by one. See, this, this is why I like the idea of the ship as well, where you just have your random murder target, but you don't know who's trying to kill you, and they don't know who's trying to kill them. Yep. Um... That's actually reminiscent of... Do you remember when Assassin's Creed had their multiplayer? 
The ship came first. I just want to point that out. Did it? The ship came first. Okay, well, the ship did it better then, because I actually hated Assassin's Creed's multiplayer. It The radar system that they used oh was, God, was so... totally backwards. It should not have gotten smaller the closer you got to your target. Because you didn't know technically which one of the characters was your target. Because it was like, you were one of five characters, but there's you know, 50 different versions of that character roaming about. So it should have been, as you got closer, instead of your radar getting smaller and smaller, it should have been getting broader and broader. Right. And the but. ship did it where you, you like, see what your character, what the, you have, you started off with, you don't know, you know the name of the person you need to kill. Yep. That's all you know. So you have to go through the ship, and then you see the person, you try to kill them, but if they get away from you, they can change their look. Suddenly, shit, I don't know what they look like anymore. Yep. And they now know who's trying to kill them. Exactly. So. So, <laughs> I, I used to love the ship's multiplayer. It was such a fucking blast. I mean, if we can, can find... Well, I don't even know if people are even still play the ship. Maybe? Oh, yeah. No, it's still got a community. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe we should give, yeah. that, uh, give that a shot at some point. It's only I think ten bucks oh. for the remastered version. Okay. Or the remastered version. Ha! <laughs> puns. Ship puns. Gotta love them. So it, it, it's pretty cheap too. So if you know you had a couple buddies who you wanted to play, it's like, hey, here's a game. Come play. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, one uh, another set would be like duck game. You know, simple, straightforward. Kill all the other ducks moderately randomized worlds and then my personal favorite i haven't played in a while admittedly dead by daylight you know oh. one friend murders all of their other friends by putting them on hooks yeah see dead by daylight had that i always thought dead by daylight and friday the 13th i i thought friday the 13th was going to be better but so did a lot know. of people yeah then the game got bolted bullshit happened to it and it wasn't better <laughs> yeah um actually another one that recently came out is called hide or die oh yeah yeah um i've i've looked into that a little bit so in dead by daylight the survivors controlled the killer like that that was one of the big things it was like pallet looping or sprint boost and stuff like that in hide or die that's not a thing. Like, the killer is unabashedly faster than you are. The killer will kill you in two hits. It's not put you on a hook and you'll get saved. It's you get hit twice, you are going to die. But the way that it works is the killer has a time bar. So everyone spawns in and this red beam shows up. And whoever gets to that red beam first becomes the killer. And they have to hunt down everybody. They have to try and hunt down people. And when their bar runs out, they stop being the killer. The red beam shows up elsewhere. And someone else gets a chance to try and be the killer. And it just keeps rotating like that until it gets down to the last two people. And so one person's the killer, one person's a survivor. And that survivor can grab a gun then. And fight against the killer. Oh, so you don't? Because I'm watching. I'm watching the gameplay on Steam right now. Okay. 
Um, so this isn't just like everybody gets a gun and you can fight back. You don't get a no. gun until you're the last man standing. Yup. Ah. I think there is technically a second mode. Like that that was the primary mode. Apparently there was a second mode that they came out with that I haven't seen much on because most people that I've watched play haven't played that mode. Like they didn't really like that mode uh, off the bat. So Did you ever did you ever play the flock? I did not. So that was another one like that where it was like everybody versus this fucking skull creature thing. And oh. the, the gimmick of this game was that it... Wasn't it permadeath? So, here was the thing. The game in total had a limited number of lives for all the players. Yeah, so I remember hearing like about that. there were like 9 million lives in the game. So every time you died, those lives ticked down. Yeah. It now has mostly negative reviews on Steam, so I'm pretty sure it's gone to hell. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I assume there is nothing new so, to it, and it's just, yeah, it's buggy. There's, uh, it's buggy, it's repetitive, <laughs> lacks content, so it doesn't look like, sorry, I'm trying to fin figure out what the hell drove the game down oh yeah it looks like they just haven't done anything new with it yeah that's a shame on their part if they had yeah. a good premise yeah there's there is one more game that i'm trying to remember um uh the the icon for it on steam had a rabbit and it was Basically, you had six people spawn into a area, and you're trying to get to the exit, so you have to progress through three different oh. areas. Um, oh, fuck. Was that white noise? No. White noise is a, is closer to Dead by Daylight, where you have four, like, four investigators, and one player is playing as some sort of demon or eldritch horror trying to drive them mad and kill them. Where while the investigators are trying to find clues to unlock the final seal to reseal this demon that the other player is playing as. Um, the one I'm thinking of, oh my goodness, it's going to drive me insane. I'm literally like scrolling through my Steam library trying to find this. <laughs> uh, this is going to drive me nuts. It was a free to like, it's free to play. And for some reason, I'm thinking Liar's Game, but that's that's not what it is. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go mad trying to remember this. Um, oh, God. Because I think I know the one you're talking about, too, now. Mm. Well, that sucks that now we have two people who can't remember crap about the about this I, game well, that's actually a lot of fun no because i uninstalled it so obviously it's not going to show up in my library anymore uh i think it's installed on my other computer so let's see uh nope that's installed on this system dang it uh man well now i can't think of it and i'm probably i will probably think of it later and when i do i will probably talk about it um but we have been Two on this. in the morning, I'm just going to get a message from you. Just, that's what it was called. 
I mean that that don't judge me for that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just gonna be sitting there going, "How'd you get my phone number?" <laughs> you mean I don't have it? I don't think so. Oh well, there's that. Um, you should you should share it for the stream. Give it to yeah, everybody. Definitely. <laughs> That's exactly uh, don't, what I want to do. Don't actually do that. But yeah, That's no, a I, I love idea. those games where you can just get a group of people together and just fuck around. Yeah, and I, I want to do that again, and I want to try and get a uh, a group together to do that again because it's definitely something that everyone should do at least once. Oh yeah, Golf It Two is good for that. <laughs> Rage inducing <laughs> mini golf motherfuckery. Um, we got some cool upcoming games. Well, you can start off with the one that has uh, recently gotten you sold. I know you yeah, were the, you were gushing about it earlier. The fact that a Call of Duty game actually has me excited. <laughs> I think the world might be fucking ending. It's a possibility. I haven't been excited for a Call of Duty game since Black Ops Two. <laughs> that. That actually is quite quite some time. Yeah. I've played most of them since Black Ops 2. But they've all, like, held my attention for, like, a month, and then I've been done with them. Hmm. This one, though, the new Modern Warfare, looks astounding. Because it looks like they've slowed it down again, so it's back to what it was for Call of Duty 4. I know, we ta- I, know I talked about it last week. Right. But... I have some new information that's come out, I think. I don't actually remember what I said last week, because I don't keep notes on this. Uh, that's acceptable. Um, in addition to, like, their 2v2 gun gun mode, you know, your standard team deathmatch, all that shit, we're getting a ground war mode that potentially could have up to 100 players. Okay. Here's the kicker. There's going to be helicopters and tanks and APCs in it, and the maps are going to be huge. We're basically getting Call of Duty does Battlefield Bad Company. Hmm. Just Now, so, dest- actually, I, and I think I remember from the trailer, it has somewhat destructible environments. Yeah, I'm sh- I, cover can be destroyed. I know you can, like, close and open doors and, like, tactically breach with flashbangs. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that game looks fucking sick, and I can't, I can't wait for it to come out. By the way, I found the game. It's called Deceit. Deceit. Oh, Deceit. Yes. I remember you wanting me to play that. Yeah, because it's free to play, and it's fun. It's, it's literally a liar's game. So two people are infected. Four people are not. There's six in total. And the two people that are infected can uh, try and convince the survivors to murder each other. Or they can murder them themselves. By turning into ghastly demon thingies and eating their faces. Yeah, so basically trouble in terrorist town. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Minus the ghastly demon things eating their faces. Yeah, small details. I'm pretty sure there's a weapon in Trouble in Terrorist Town that would let you do that. Because that game has been modded to shit, but it's well, still hilarious. 
It's Gary's mod. Of course it's been modded to shit. It's in the fucking name. I mean, it's a mod itself, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... No, so yes. <laughs> Sorry to uh, derail that. Modern Warfare, I am tentatively excited for it, because... I mean, I've, I have played just... I think there's only like one or two Modern Warfare... Not even Modern Warfare. Call of Duty games I have not played. Um, and everything I've seen about the new uh, Modern Warfare makes me think of the original Modern Warfare that I loved. And Modern Warfare 2 that I loved. And the vehicle combat has me a little apprehensive, but that's only because I've had bad experience with that so often in, like, a Battlefield game where that one dude in a tank that seems to never die and will literally just squad wipe the world. Or just, you know, because that's always the guy on the other team when we play. On our team, our dude with the tank will just sit back at fucking spawn. Yeah, and is trying to act like an anti-air gun. Yeah, it's like, no, fucker, move in. We need armor support. They are rushing the goddamn point with three tigers. Please move. Yep. <laughs> Please help. Uh, and then uh, another one that, uh, well, you said the beta got pushed back for, yeah. uh, for Halo? Yeah, so Halo reached the uh, next PC test, which was supposed to be Firefight. They hit what they're calling a blocking bug. So it's basically a bug that they can't fix at the moment. Which is an interesting concept and mildly terrifying. Well, it, it's probably something that's being... I, I don't even know. I read the thing and I, I, I'm i blanking on it right now. Mm. It It's not like a game-breaking bug. It's just something that they don't want to release it to the public with it in there. And but it's not like a simple fix. And I I actually appreciate that. I I would rather have them even if it's just for a demo or a beta. It's like, "Hey, we know there's this problem. We know you guys are excited for this, but we're not going to put it out because it's literally breaking the game." Whereas right. some other companies would be like, "Ah, just push it out anyway. Someone'll figure it out." Right, and I mean, that's the one thing I appreciate to hell about 343 with this. Like, obviously, I'm super stoked for Halo to come to PC. <laughs> but I want them to release a good product. Yeah. And if they just shat something out, then I, you know, then Microsoft would probably use it as a justification. Well, I guess the PC crowd just doesn't like Halo. <laughs> uh, let's, well, and, you know, they've, I mean, they've got the xbox companion thing for pc where xbox games are now on pc so right hopefully it still comes here even if that happens no i i think they're <laughs> going to release a good game and then when halo infinite comes out it's still going to be built for pc right because like, they are they'll be able to build that one from the start for pc so here's hoping yeah um, but now for some upcoming games that we have heard hide nor hair of, because this is their announcement. Yeah. Well, and this is one that, you know, you were super stoked for originally ghost recon point break. Boy, you mean break point, break point, point break. They're not, break they're point. not making point break into a ghost recon <laughs> game as much as I would play the shit out of that. Uh, wasn't that a B movie? 
I don't know. I thought Keanu Reeves was in it. <laughs> it he was. It was a surfing movie. Wait. <laughs> wait, what? I thought no, it was wait. something else. Was it a heist movie? <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Point Break. It might have been a heist movie, but like the first thing I open up for it is Keanu is the, Reeves is... and Patrick Swayze, although their names are underneath the wrong face, and it's them on surfboards surfing this massive wave. Yeah, okay, apparently I'm not remembering Point Break, right? <laughs> well, they did another one... Yeah, And it, I think it was a heist thing, but it was like the guys that did the heist were like extreme sportsmen, like they're extreme, uh, ext- yeah, extreme sports enthusiasts. So it was like insane mountain biking or cliff jumping and squirrel suiting and stuff like that. But yeah. the original Point Break, I think, had a slightly different setup. I don't know. I I don't know either. It's been a while, so... Yeah. Either way, yeah, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, we heard a shitload about it E3, and then it's just gone radio fucking silent. Yeah. Uh, and the beta's, or the, yeah, the beta's coming out soon. Yeah, it starts first week of September, if you pre-order it. No, yeah. we're not sponsored by Ubisoft. Yeah, no. I mean, someone, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. But another game that's been uh, extremely silent, but... Maybe that just adds to the intrigue of it. Blair Witch. Yeah. And and I know you were saying that we haven't seen shit about it. And I saw the gameplay trailer on Steam that probably came out, you know, when the fucking game was announced at E3. The funny part is, I didn't even know this game was coming out this year. Yeah. Apparently it comes out end of the month. Yeah. And that game looks piss-shittingly terrifying. Thank you very much. Yeah, it. So it is comboing. Like, I get a very strong. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just like Outlast, or people thought it was the next Outlast game, which it does give that vibe with the uh, the character having a camera. But when I was looking at it, I was thinking Resident Evil Seven. Oh yeah, because the yeah, environment slender- looks very well rendered and very. Um, down home on the bayou yeah so that that was where my thought process had gone to but yeah then it was blair witch like oh oh (laughs) see i feel like a lot of people are gonna get pissed off at the blair witch game though because it's gonna actually show what the monsters look like and i know a lot of people didn't like the blair witch like the new one because it showed the witch yeah and that was like the whole thing is like you didn't see the thing. <laughs> well, and um, the the most recent Blair Witch was a weird fucking movie. Let's let's be honest. It was I, time travel. What the hell? There was time travel? Yeah. That was the whole thing. It was like the guy technically got his own recording which spurred him to go investigate. I thought he was looking for his sister. Yes, but the tape that he found with his sister supposedly on it was his own recording. Yeah. Yeah. We can discuss it later. We can discuss it later. I, I actually watched like a synopsis about it and I was like, you've got to be what? I I know that. Okay. So for just a little pullback behind the curtain here, we're not in the same room. (laughs) 
But I did the thing where I like pulled back my head and like a like what the fuck? And that's when you went, yeah, yeah. Get the cameras out of my goddamn apartment. No. You shouldn't have responded that quickly, that correctly to what I did. It's like you just knew because of the silence. Like, ah, yep, I know what he did. Yep, I broke him. But uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the Blair Witch game. I don't know if I'll pick it up. I might pick it up I, at I, some point, but I'll pick it up on sale probably. Yeah, it, it, it probably. Well, and that depends on what they're actually going to push it out. Is it going to be a sixty dollars game? That's true. It might be a thirty dollars game. It might be a twenty dollars game. Who fucking knows? I might think about it if it's thirty. Might. Yeah. Um. And uh, then another game we another game we haven't heard shit about since I think two e threes ago. Something like Bones. That. Okay, you know more about Skull and Bones than I do. Well, I, Skull and Bones is Ubisoft's, hey, let's make Assassin's Creed 4 into a, just a pirate game. Oh, that's right. This was supposed to be their, like, hey, everyone loved the ship combat. Let's just make a game based on that. Yeah, except they took away the thing the, that, other, that people also loved, which is the boarding actions. <laughs> Wait, they actually got rid of boarding? No, you can board, but it all it does it in a cutscene, at least in the gameplay I saw. Oh. Now, mind you, I have no fucking clue what they're doing with this game. That could have just been a placeholder, for all I know. <laughs> but we haven't heard shit about this game since, like, two E3s ago, and I'm wondering if it's even still in development. Well, last article I'm able to find for it, May 16th of this year, delayed to 2020. Ah, so it is still in development. They're just probably fixing everything because the game. They need to compete with something. I don't know. I don't, yeah, they probably they had an idea. They got overly ambitious and then they maybe for once realized, oh, shit, we probably need to fix this more. We probably shouldn't market this as a completely multiplayer game. I think our fan base will riot. <laughs> um. But yeah, apparently March 2020 is tentative. Ah, well, all right. We might see some shit coming up, but there's got to be some convention I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, and then one final one that I remember seeing a year and a half ago, I want to say. Uh, Greedfall. Supposed to be coming out September. But, again... Hide nor hair. I yeah, and this was this was a weird one because I remember the original trailer was the dude running through the field from like some soldiers, and then the soldiers just getting fucked up by the spirit of the woods. Yeah, which what in all honesty, legitimately awesome cutscene. Like that actually had me sold because I was like, this is really good. This is like, you know conquistador era you know exploring the new world except the new world is fighting back and then it just went completely silent like i don't even think there was anything about it at e3 no there wasn't also there is gameplay on steam i'll have to like i'll have to look that up then because, yeah, like, and apparently it's coming out at 50 bucks, so, okay. So 
So it's cheap. It looks like there's some RPG mechanics, potentially some ship combat. Which it's kind of reminding me. So this is going to be a weird comparison. Witcher meets Fable. Oh, see, I was thinking Witcher meets uh, that one pirate RPG that didn't do well. Risen? I have no idea. Oh, I never played it. No, never even touched this it. This looks like Dark Souls with the combat. Actually, yeah, a little. Well, the health bars at least. Yeah, uh, the reason I was thinking Fable, and then they throw in. Wait, they threw in tactical aspect where he just paused combat what the fuck is this fucking dragon age meets pirates meets witcher i don't know i don't know if i, I, I mean, like this it's 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 getting me more curious about it but i'm also a little hesitant because it's throwing in a lot of different aspects that i i i'm i'm not sure how they're gonna mesh right but it's also only 50 bucks, and it, it doesn't look bad. No. it And plus the full character customization, it looks like there's some kind of faction system. Yeah. Now, but that's the thing. Yeah. Like, where has... Where, at, wh why has no one talked about this gameplay trailer? Why, like, where has this been? <laughs> I don't know. And now, now I'm also... There's stealth mechanics in it? Alrighty. Well. I... Uh, <laughs> All right. Greedfall. This is one of those games that's just like, so what is it? Yes. It's all of the things at once. So, yeah, I... This, I this is going to be... It's either going to be a phenomenal game, and I... So I'm looking at the developer and the publisher. I know neither of them. Okay, focus I know. What else has Focus done? Focus has done a lot of things. Focus really? did most of the farm sim games. They do most oh, of the they Warhammer did a, games. They did a Plague Tale. Yep, they did Plague's Tale. Um, they did Insurgency. Vampire. Ew, yeah. Well, ew, mm. that well, but that that tells because some of the world aspects are similar from Vampire. Like, right. just the the overall world design. Gameplay does not look like Vampire. No, no. So, I will Hopefully give it that. the game is more exciting than Vampire was as well. Okay, and this is where combat came from. The Surge. Oh, they did The Surge? Yeah, apparently. Oh. Oh. Now, oh, now but, but you have to remember, this is the publishing company... Not the right, developing not the developers. company. What did Sp what has Spiders done? Okay, so Spiders made Technomancer. Technomancer. Bound, Bound by, by flame. <laughs> okay, they don't have a super great repertoire. Yeah. But Technomancer I, wasn't bad. Bound by flame. I played. I actually I put some hours into it. The problem with Bound by Flame was their combat was god awful like it was it was a clunky mess now from what i've seen with the because like so bound by flame basically tried to take the witcher combat style but the enemies didn't follow the similar rules so it just 
never meshed well. From what I've seen, like from the combat aspects that they showcased for uh, for Greedfall, looks a lot smoother. Definitely yeah. looks a lot smoother. So again, this is going to be something that I'm definitely going to keep an eye on because I would like to see and know more about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, that was a random tangent topic where it was just like, yeah, we haven't heard anything about this. Holy shit, there's so much about it. Yeah. So, what? Where has this been? Why has no one been talking about this? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. And then just a, a quick rumor, rumor thing. Uh, there is a, apparently a new Resident Evil in development. Now... New or remake? We don't know. Okay, because I thought there had been a rumor at some point that they were, they're either going through their backlog or Claire is going to have a game of her own. Or see, that's the thing. I mean, that's yeah. The thing. I think it was Claire. So it wouldn't surprise me with Chris having shown up in seven that we get maybe another Claire and Leon game in like. I- the post seven universe. I was about to say, can we get more post seven? Cause I actually kind of liked the premise with that, po- that seven set up. Cause it, right. it basically restarted what umbrella was and the, the whole overarching resident evil world. Right now. Exactly. I would like so them to I... actually switch it to biohazard. Cause it's not really a resident evil anymore. Right. <laughs> I, I would like to see what Leon and Claire have been up to, because I know Claire was working for, like, TerraSave or something. Hmm. She's, like, an activist or something against these bioweapon companies. Of course. And this this is all from the movies, because I actually like the animated movies. Okay, animated movies. Uh, when you said movies, I was like, uh... <laughs> okay, to be fair, I like the live-action ones, but I like them not as Resident, e- Resident Evil movies. I like uh, them as their own thing, far away from the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and that can be said about a lot of games to movies where it's like, if you had literally just taken away the fact that it was supposed to be tied into this game universe, you'd have had a good movie. Doom. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Doom. I mean... Also, apparently the new Doom movie comes out soon. Hell, they, they could have called the original Doom movie with The Rock. They could have called it Hellgate. Yeah, or Redgate. No. The red the, call it Redgate because it's on Mars. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, shit went sideways after we uncovered this you know weird what looks to be a portal like thing, and then people started going fucking nuts. Yeah, because we found a chromosome. The game that movie had nothing to do with hell. Yeah, we the found game is the about evil gene. Demons. The movie was about hey we found the we found the literal gene for evil or or superman. Yeah, <laughs> you either amplifies your evil gene or your angel gene. Good gene, not angel how gene. Did, how how's it know what it is if you're a good person? What the fuck does that mean? We're not telling you. Oh god, that movie. Oh man. <laughs> well, and I the, the other thing I love about that movie is, like, The Rock does a complete 180 as a character in the middle of it. Like, he starts it off being, like, the good sergeant, like, 
No, I'm here for my men. What the fuck aren't you telling us? My men are dying out there. Fuck you. Halfway through the movie, orders are orders. Kill civilians. What? Well, uh, I mean, now, even Hold at up. the... Uh, hey, at the start, he was a very orders are orders type of guy. It was yeah, just that at the time, the orders didn't involve needing to kill the civilians. Yeah, and then it was... But even the characterization of him at the time was orders or orders. It wasn't orders or orders. If I have to terminate UAC personnel, I'm going to do it. But that was because it was never brought up. I suppose. Either way, it was a very drastic shift <laughs> for me. Now, no, now. He was also infected by evil. We also, <laughs> we only got two shots out of the BFG. Yeah. Which makes me sad. <laughs> and it didn't even kill anything. That's true. Which it is impossible. It a wall. <laughs> but uh, we, we can do movie time another day. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for the gaming casual movie watch along thing. No, I'm kidding. We're not actually doing that. Especially with that title. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot the, uh, the word that I was looking for for movie commentary. <laughs> Mad Libs? No, it was no. I was legitimately trying to say movie commentary. That was oh, it. you were tr- okay. Oh man, that's that that's was pretty- all I was trying to say, <laughs> and my brain apparently just went near. <laughs> I don't know what words are. Never mind. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> uh, well, I mean that's an hour. <laughs> that that is an hour. That is in fact how time works. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? As always, you can find me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash controlfreak. I'm there pretty much every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and weekend streams as I can. Uh, schedule might change in the future, work stuff and whatnot, but uh, I'll keep that posted and up to date, of course. And also on Facebook slash review. Yep, I now admittedly I haven't posted up anything there recently. I might actually try and do some more research on Greedfall and posts about that because that has piqued my interest. Do it. <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter at sedge underscore gaming. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge. And you can follow this podcast on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod and on Facebook.com slash groups slash Gaming Casual Podcast. I actually should uh, add. I, I, I did remember. Uh, I finally set it up. Uh, I do have a Twitter now. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I don't really tweet often. I'll probably just be tweeting when I'm going live for stuff. But it's uh, at Freak Control. Spelled the same control way. Freak. Uh, don't get me started on the control freaks that are out there right now. Someone made a tw- someone made a freaking Twitter for the cartoon version of the Teen Titans control freak character. Fuck that. <laughs> He's give, angry. Me, give me my handle. <laughs> but yes, yeah. so I am I now can... on Twitter. I think uh, Light on Twitter is at King Kegel. Does he post on that one? I thought he posted on a different one. I don't know which one he posts on. Uh, he'll he'll plug himself next week. Yeah, that sounds oddly sexual. Mm. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you like the show, share it with your friends. By force, if necessary. Tell your mom about us. Yeah. <laughs> his mom's uh, his biggest fan. Means she's your biggest fan, too. Wait, really? You're part of this show. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> your mom yeah, thinks sure. I'm awesome. If you wanna if you wanna support the show, uh give us a share on whatever social media or, you know, take the aux cord from your friend and just play us in the car. That's called they cruel and unusual you punishment. You control the aux cable. That is called cruel and unusual punishment. So <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys. Until next time, until next week, we will see ya. Or Bye-bye. you will hear us. One of the two. If you see us, be concerned. Bye. And. Hey guys, Sedge here. I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to our intro music, 8 Bit Onward by Heatley Bros. You can find them on YouTube, and I will be posting the link in the description. Thanks. Bye.